Good morning, and welcome to episode 29 of the Sounds of Stonebridge podcast. Today is Monday, May 11th. I'm Neil Schwartz, the host, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Gene Frankel. Gene, how are you this morning? Good morning, doing great. Just did half an hour of cardio, raring to go. Sounds like a good start to the day. And Don Gould, Donnie, how are you today? That beard is really coming in well, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I shaved yesterday. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I have a high-definition computer. <laughs> Anybody, uh, Donnie, did you do anything interesting this weekend? I know we played golf on Saturday. How'd you play? Uh, 90. That's the best round I've had of the four so far. That's funny. I haven't had a good round really either yet. We got nine holes in yesterday before the rain. I don't know yeah. if anybody else did. It looks like it's not going to rain today. They were talking about raining in the morning. No, so, we're okay. Yep. Yeah, it looks that way. So um, I'd like to introduce today's guest. Um, we're really excited. Uh, Jim Colucci um, is joining the Sounds of Stonebridge podcast today. Of course, Jim is the president of our board of governors here at the uh, club. And uh, Jim, uh, <laughs> it's got to be very strange that this was the first uh, – you know, two months and you've had to deal with this major crisis. But, but before we talk about that, Jim, tell us a little bit about your background for those of us that really don't know your background, where you're from and, and things like that. Okay, well, uh, it's good to be on. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, well, I was born and raised in the Bronx and that's in New York for those people who know the terminology, the Bronx. Uh, I went to parochial school all my life right through college, okay? Uh, I, I went to a school called the Mount. Uh, after high school, I joined the Marine Corps oh, wow. uh, for a four-year stint and uh, had the opportunity to go to Vietnam. Uh, and uh, I only did one tour because my brother and I joined about a year apart and he ended up doing two tours. So I had to wait for him to finish his two tours before I could get one in. I have to ask what year you were there. What year? Uh, 67 yeah. and 68. Oh, you beat me there. And where were you? I was in uh, July. Okay. Quang Tree. All right. Jim, well, just out of curiosity, as a Marine. Go ahead, Don. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying I'm sorry I missed Jim. That would have been fun. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about old times here at, uh, you know, never mind. Go ahead. Hale. Jim, what? Hey, I'm, I'm curious, why, why the Marines? And, and did you see a lot of action? I, I'm not going to ask you to talk details because I know most people don't like to, but why the Marines, uh, just out of curiosity? Well, how about this? I'm sort of like, you know, you look up to your big brother. Mm -hmm. So my brother went in the Marines. That was supposed to be the toughest thing to do. I figured I'd go too. Got it. That was the answer. How's that? It's simple. And it's very believable. And I had a cousin that was in, and I also joined with my best friend. Nice. And we went on, in on the buddy system. And so, Jim, after, after the Marines, then you've had quite a storied uh, uh, corporate career. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Well, I went back to college when I, when I came back from the Marine Corps. And uh, after I graduated college, what am, is that funny? No, <laughs> if, no. No, he's got I, a cat. Donnie's cat is doing a cameo. Well, my uh, cat, okay. and, and I have to interrupt, Jim. My cat walks on my computer. 
and oh. I get I get China, I get all sorts of different things, I get pages, so I have to pick up the computer to make sure that he doesn't cut me off. That's you all. Better okay. watch out, guys. People are going to want this to be a video, like. <laughs> yeah. So Jim, go ahead. Okay, so if I got out of the Marine Corps, and basically the first thing happened after I got out of the Marine Corps is uh, I met Linda. Uh, so uh, we started dating and. Uh, as a, I guess it was a, I jumped from freshman to sophomore because I did some credits in the, in the, in the summer and we got married that first summer. We got married after we knew each other a little more than a year. And then the following year as, as a junior, I became a dad. <laughs> and then uh, I graduated and went to work for General Foods, which is now part of Kraft Foods. Mm-hmm. And uh, then in 1974, I, someone gave me a phone call and asked me if I'd like to uh, go on a couple of interviews. And I went on some interviews. In 1974, I joined Consolidated Cigar, which I st was started a career there as a salesperson. Actually, I started as a regional sales manager and became uh, a vice president and then executive vice president. And I stayed there for 37 years until I wow. retired when I was 65. Wow. And, and now you have your I, own, you have your, you're still in the cigar business, correct? Yes. Uh, and so in, after retiring, I started a little small company, which I worked, I've been working at probably for now seven years, but about a year and a half ago, uh, someone who has a bigger cigar company, asked me to join his company as president. So now I'm president of two companies. Excellent. Wow. Jim, in, you know, you were, nom you were nominated. You, you became the president, of course, of the board, I guess, in February or March. I'm not sure exactly when. March. March. Yes, and you immediately went right into this crisis. You know, what's it been like to kind of go – you know, to kind of have to hit the ground, you know, running at 60 miles an hour in order to be able to kind of manage things here? Well, the fortunate thing is anybody who becomes the president of, of Stonebridge uh, board, you, you're fortunate to have, you know, eight other people from Stonebridge who are very highly qualified in everything they do. And uh, one thing is probably both of you, all of you know, is that, you know, when when you're in a position as president, uh, it's not that it's an easy job, but you're more or less, if you have the right people in the right places, the job gets done a lot easier. And fortunately for all of us, we have John Iannotti, okay? So even though it was hitting the ground running with this coronavirus thing, uh, in at first when John uh, said to me, oh, you know what? There won't be much going on. You could, you know, I know you work full time, but I, you know, I'll be able, we'll be able to get this thing done without, you know, being together that much. Well, fortunately, uh, unfortunately, but fortunately, I basically went back to part-time during the first six weeks to be with John almost every day. In fact, Linda joked with me, uh, you see John more than you see me, you know, and obviously that's been going on, but John's the, John's the key to Stonebridge. I mean, he's he's on top of everything, and it keeps me abreast of what's going on. We're communicating more than I've ever communicated with anybody who worked for me, you know, on a daily basis with John. I mean, we spoke about six times yesterday. 
once or twice in person and the other four times on the phone. So it's been hectic, and but I think we're doing, John's doing a great job keeping everybody happy during this tough time. Uh, I know lots of members are really happy with the uh, takeout food. All right, I mean, uh, we're serving seven day, days a week uh, and we're gonna continue to do that until things change where we think we can go back to a normal schedule. That, that sounds great. And it sounds like you and John have a real good partnership. That, that's a real good leadership partnership. Um, and, and that's, that's got to really be a recipe for success. During this crisis, have you as a club president been in, in communication with any of the other club presidents? Like, you know, how are, how are you and John sort of communicating with your, with your colleagues across Boca? Well, fortunately, uh, John is in complete control of talking with all the other club presidents. He's very well liked and uh, knows a lot of people. Uh, as soon as something happens at a different club, normally they send John not only a, a communication by phone, they'll send him the actual document they're putting out for their club. Nice. Uh, sometimes we're ahead of them and sometimes they're ahead of us. John and I go over it together and uh, we talk about it. And then if it's something that we think may be a little tough, uh, Shelly's been great. I mean, Shelly uh, lets us know whether we should do it or not do it. Uh, she talks to our outside council. We've been communicating a lot with the county to make sure we're doing everything correctly based on the county's order. And uh, now we have a new one starting uh, to today. And it's gonna be very interesting. Uh, John and I, and Shelly, uh, legally looking at some of the things have been talking all weekend. And I think uh, the community will be hearing something later on this afternoon. I was told, uh, Jim, that certain things are gonna to happen tomorrow that we have a phase one reopening. What are sort of some of the things that we can look forward to? Well, I, Don, I, I, I hate jumping ahead before the letter goes out to the total community. But let's say- Oh, something. come on, that's what we're here for. Uh, we need the inside stuff. John I mean, Ionati just did just send me the document, but I, I'm not sure he wants to release the document. All right, but then, I, then I do I, have some of the details though. All right, I can Listen. withdraw my question and ask you something. Okay, how about I answer it, Johnny, this way. Sometime during the week, we will start serving dinners again at the club. Right. On a limited number, because we're only a limited to 25% of the capacity of each of the different areas. Uh, John has been working all weekend. Like I said, we've been going over things uh, about how we're going to do it. I mean, the most important thing we're doing, and, and you all should know, is that the safety and health of our uh, members is paramount here. So uh, things you'll see, uh, maybe some people will be happy, some people won't. But number one, everybody serving you and in the kitchen will be wearing gloves, masks, and shields. Uh, when we pro probably what we're going to do, or we are going to do, is you cannot enter the clubhouse without wearing a mask. Mm. Mm -hmm. If you if you come to the clubhouse, the other thing we're going to do is we're going to check everyone's temperature. Wow. Good. How are you going to do that? Do you have like oh, the yes, John the guns? Has, John has six of them. <laughs> I, I just. Just thinking of the other way, the old-fashioned way. No, no, Donnie. <laughs> Only for you. Only for you. Okay. Old-fashioned way, Donnie. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so, 
So uh, you'll be escorted to your table. Uh, you'll be you'll have to wear your mask until you sit down at your table. And when your table when you're seated, you can take on take your mask on. Uh, the tables will be set up. Tables of four will only be for two. Tables for six will be only for four. And tables, the slash eight slash 10 tables will only be for six. Six will be the maximum. We're probably gonna ask all the couples to get a little closer to your spouse so that it helps the distance between you and the person you're at. If it's table of four, the person you're sitting at with the other couple. Uh, the other thing everyone should know is it's been happening already. Everyone, every one of our staff or our employees coming in is has their temperature checked each day. Right. And before their shift begins. That's great. Now, the one thing when all of us go in and it's the same thing for our staff, if your temperature is over 100, you will be asked to, to leave. Uh, I know some people may be upset about it. I've heard, someone told me I run a high temperature. Well, I, you know, we can't use that as a guide that you normally run 99 and being 100.1 is just normal. Yeah. Uh, this, this is not the new normal anymore. This is not time for also a judgment call right. you know, on, on something. This is the time to follow these guidelines as strictly as possible. In fact, you know, I, I have to commend Jim. I have to commend John Iannotti, you, Jeff Hall. Um, right. for doing a wonderful job of establishing guidelines and maintaining them and doing everything they can. Look, you can't monitor everybody everywhere. That's just not feasible. Yeah. But for the most part, um, I think you got everybody has done a really good job of, of keeping an eye on things. Um, Jim, without giving anything away, how many nights is, uh, during the week is uh, the club going to serve dinner? Are we going back to the regular Wednesday, Saturday? Okay, the important thing you have to know, okay, is that the takeout has become very, you know, important to everyone. Yep. And that will continue seven days a week. All right. No matter what, no matter which days we're open, takeout will be available seven days a week because we do have members and associates that are still a little weary that probably of joining in with everybody in the dining room. One of the other things I mentioned to say uh, is when you're in the dining room, uh, no socializing. Meaning, when you sit down at your table, you're not going to be you're not going to be able to get up and walk over to another table and start talking with people. No it's table just, hopping. <laughs> it's just going to be tough for some people. I, you know, I jokingly mentioned a few of the people I know that I was going to probably have to strap down in their seats. <laughs> you're, you're looking at me right now. You know? <laughs> I got Goldie too. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, you know, it's going to probably be tough. And I hope, you know, if the Fennells and the Nadias and the Fred and the John Ionatis, when they ask someone, please go back to your table, you know, we don't get any problems going, you know, because this is a tough situation we're all in. And I hope everyone tries to understand the safety and health of everyone in Stonebridge is our main concern. John, I mean, John, uh, Jim, uh, I just, uh, John Iannotti just sent me over, in fact, the plan uh, for dining, but um, it looks like, you know, every, you know, day, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, you know, it's lunch. No Thursday. Oh, right. No Thursday dinner. You're right. Oh, curbside only. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard to it's read, actually. Tuesday, Wednesday, 
Yes. Uh, Friday and Sunday. But curbside every day. Yes. That's the most important day. We must make sure everyone knows they can still continue to get meals. If you're afraid to come to our dining room, Neil, you're probably afraid to go out to a restaurant in town. Right. There is, um, there is also Tiki Bar, it looks like, on uh, Tuesdays, yeah. Wednesdays, um, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and Sunday. I don't Sunday. think Thursday. You read that right? Yeah, I did. It's Tiki Lunch on that, Thursday. That's for lunch. Yeah, that's lunch. 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 Yeah, lunch will be served every day. What's interesting is that I'm in the research business, as I think a lot of you know, and uh, some data came out that we produced in May, and it does – it looks like about 70% of America is still not really ready to, you know, venture out um, into the wild, so to speak, or public. I know personally I think I'm going to be a little reluctant. Jeannie, what, how about you and Barry? What's your uh, take on this? We're, uh, we're ready to go back to the club, um, you know, and, and actually – we wish the club were open Friday and Saturday because we're much more comfortable in the club than we would be out in a restaurant, um, you know, out there. So, but, you know, beyond that, I don't know, you know, salons and all those places. I want to see how it goes. I'm with you, Neil. Donnie, how about you? How about you and Paul are back to the club? Are you or, or going out? Are you uh, jumping back on that or are you going to pretty much uh, kind of play it cool for a while? No, I, we miss our Tuesday night dinners at the club. So I'm sure we'll try and get there, uh, if it's if we can be accommodated but as far as going out to restaurants i i like the fact that i make her cook every night <laughs> jim i mean i don't know should i ask uh, you and linda are you and linda gonna start coming to the club or what's uh you know what's your kind of thinking yeah i mean listen uh, i'm definitely gonna go to the club occasionally we mm -hmm. We're not big going out to the club every night kind of people. Mm -hmm. uh, my, I'm fortunate, like Donnie, uh, I have a wife that likes to cook. And, uh, you know, Linda basically, you know, rather cook sometimes. So we go out maybe two, three times anyway, uh, whether it's a regular restaurant or the club. Those Italians are good cooks. No, no. Linda's not Italian. Oh, you married out of your uh, yeah. ethnic group, huh? Yeah. I told my mother only one of us should have to shave in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Well, um, side, I happen to be lucky that my husband, Barry, has cooked every night since March 16th. He is an awesome cook. Wow. Yep. I cooked last night. Um, Jim, let me, let me just close out kind of today's in our interview with, um, you know, once we get past the situation and we get back to some semblance of normal, I'm not sure what that is, although somebody's calling it the new abnormal, not the new normal, um, what are some of the priorities that kind of you have on your list of things that you want to address, you know, with the board? I mean, without giving away, of course, any, you know, secrets or, uh, you know, anything that's confidential. Well, no, I, I, th I think one of the things we're going to definitely do is continue the work that John and the board started about two years ago is finishing up the uh, renovation of the, the grill room. Uh, one of the things that's planned for this year sometime is to do the new buffet area. Okay. So that was all part of phase one, two, and three of the grill room. So I believe that definitely a priority and John wants to get it done. Uh, if getting the rest of the chairs in that we, you know, we went, we've got chairs coming. I know a lot of people keep telling me the ladies, especially that the chairs in the, the card room need to be changed. I don't know when we'll get back to playing cards. I think that's going to be one of the last things that 
I'll be opening the club. That definitely one of the things I want everybody to know, uh, Neil, that and the club, the card rooms will not be open. Okay. Because somebody, somebody still asked. Somebody asked me about that actually yesterday. They said we're not going to, we're not going to be so fast to go back to the card rooms. But you're just saying they're not going to be open anyway. Yeah. Well, like what they're saying is playing cards is like shaking hands constantly with someone because you're trading cards all the right. time. Hey, hey, Jim, will there, will there be buffets in the future? No buffets. It's all going to be – when you, that's why I mentioned you're going to sit down at your table, take your mask off. The server will have mask, gloves, and a shield on. They'll mm -hmm. take your order. It'll be a disposable menu. Uh, when they, After you order, they'll throw them away. Nice. But you mentioned re renovating the buffet areas, so they'll be renovated to something else then. Well, I mean, we still have to it, it, we we still have to get it done for hopefully the the regular normal whenever that comes. Hopefully, hopefully. Right. Well, listen, but also if you remember, you can eventually have possibly a buffet area with the shields and where the p people hand you the food if we yeah. ever did something like that. The yeah. only thing the first probably uh phase of that would probably be meaning that you have to uh be spaced out six feet so we'd have lines like we have over by the bagel area in the morning yeah. right you know this social distancing yeah. right thank you well you know i think the club has done a great job during this period uh john ionati you know just like always seems like he's everywhere um yeah you know and and it's been phenomenal and i mean every time i've driven up to get driven up i don't even know if that's a word every time i drove up to get dinner you know, Nadir and Freddie and Fresnel, you know, and all of the uh, service staff that were there with Dieter and he's just the one that comes to mind real quickly. You know, all were there with a smile, said hello. You know, it really continued to try to keep us kind of uh, kind of sewn together in this little community. You know, we like, you know, Stonebridge. Yeah. Hey, Jim, I mean, Jim, I'd like to say something. Uh, uh, you know how they say when we are in the military, thank you for your service. But I'm, I'm sincere when I said thank you for your service as president. This is not a fun time. I know it's a lot of, a lot of work for you. And I, I want you to know that very many of us appreciate it. Well, thank you. Uh, I, I again, that. The guy who really deserves all the credit is John and his staff. Because they're making it a lot easier than probably it would be if we didn't have John. I mean, I think, yeah, the staff has been great. Uh, his support staff, his dining room staff, again, Jeff Hall has been wonderful. Um, you know, I'm not just saying that because Jeff co-hosts <laughs> on the podcast. Right. So, so um, I just want to remind everybody, you can listen to the Sounds of Stonebridge on the Stonebridge Facebook forum every day. Um, we're going to continue probably at least for this week and then next week or the week after we'll kind of make a determination about how we're going to proceed. We may cut down to two days a week. Um, but right now we're uh, on for five days this week. Uh, also don't forget about Stonebridge to go look just because they're going to allow uh, people to use the dining room in a social distancing way. Uh, Stonebridge to go is still going to be available. Five, six, one, eight, eight, six, six, seven, oh, eight. I suspect we'll get met uh, Every day we'll get the menus, so you know we'll know what's going on um, for that day. And uh, Jim, is there any like last closing things you'd like to say before uh, we go today? Well, I, I think one of the things people should know is that uh, during when we're serving dinners on Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, uh, John is going to reduce the hour, 
hour you can pick up the, the meals. Mm-hmm. Because he wants to end it by around six o'clock so he could take care of those people dining inside the uh, inside the dining room or the right. lounge or the tiki bar. Right. So basically, everyone should know that. I believe you got the schedule. I guess you told me, John, sent it to you. I do. I, I think on the nights we're serving dinner, the curbside pickup ends at six o'clock. Yes, uh, six thirty actually. Oh, okay. He changed it. See, he's forever changing things. But the last time he told me it was six o'clock. But okay, six thirty. Yes. Is the last time you could pick up. Normally, it's been up to I believe seven o'clock. You could pick up. No, he just no. wants to make sure he could comfortably take care of the people dining without any problems, so people could have a t- time to eat their meals with no problem. The other thing is, I want to remind everybody. It's I know it's hard. Uh, some people, you know, I keep sending out reminders. No one is allowed to walk their dogs on the golf course. We continue to have people either walking alone, just walking on the golf course, walking their dogs on the golf course, riding their bikes on the golf course. We're back to the original rules. No one's allowed on the Stonebridge golf course other than the golfers. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, Jim, I appreciate you coming on today. I really do. Uh, I've been trying to get you on since we've started the Sounds of Stonebridge and uh, finally was able to corral you um, for today. I'm hoping I can get John Iannotti also uh, tomorrow or Wednesday to try to further kind of detail everything for the members. But um, again, I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, Gene, have a great day. Donnie? Thank you, sir. Jim, have a great day. And thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye now.